Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Right, welcome in. BMAS and Beamer. Brian Mazarowski here with you for the next hour. We're taking you to 10 o'clock on WBEN. Hope everyone's doing good out there. Had a good weekend. Uh, kind of a bad weather weekend. But look at it outside right now. Amazing. Can't ask for much better than this. Going to be 60 degrees by the time we're uh, here on Thursday, St. Patrick's Day. March Madness. Everything in there. Awesome. Cannot wait for that. And, you know, speaking of March Madness, it is amazing how far we've come in the last two years. Do you know this is two years since they confirmed COVID cases here in uh, western New York? Two years uh, ago, right now. Do you remember that two years ago? It was must in radio. When they would say, I mean, we brought you, it was uh, Gal Burstein on the radio. And we'd have a list. It was okay. If you were at the Target on Niagara Falls Boulevard, March 13th from 3 o'clock to 4.30 p.m., somebody there had the coronavirus. But that, I mean, that was that was going on for like over a week. Every day, if you were at the Buffalo Sabers game, on just over and over again, it was. I mean, riveting at the time. Now, I mean, you look back, kind of laugh. But but that was two years ago. Two year. You want to know how quickly we've changed? It two years of that, and in two weeks, we've gone from. Our, you know, biggest health concern being a communicable disease to our biggest health concern being being this. Uh, this is coming from ABC News. The beginning of March Madness fast approaching. The promise of a jam-packed basketball for days at a time. And doctors are warning. Take these steps to be as safe and healthy as possible during the tournament. We have some medical concerns when it's a really long period of time that people could actually develop something as serious as a blood clot. I think that would be unusual in the circumstance of March Madness, uh, but it is a good caution that you should be getting up and moving around every 15, 20 minutes or so. Dr. Donald Ford from the Cleveland Clinic says, when you're watching those back-to-back games, make sure to get off your couch every once in a while. And that's a pretty big change in two weeks. 
to go from watch out, wear a mask in public, be careful of COVID, to, hey, do you mind getting your you-know-what off the couch for like 10 minutes every two hours? Can we do that to make sure you don't have a blood clot? Pretty big shift or uh, what we're worried about, but that's coming up this Thursday. Looking forward to that. And then uh, the other big news, Tom Brady returning. All right, Tom Brady coming back, even though a lot of people kind of suspected he was never really retired to begin with. It's almost like, I mean, you could look at it this way. Tom Brady, football is like his big thing. Like football is almost his religion. And Tom Brady was retired for 40 days. He basically just gave up football for Lent. And then before free agency says, all right, you know, I'm, I'm coming back. It was a rough 40 days without football, but now I'm coming back unretired. I don't think you can count that as a retirement if you retire for 40 days. But he is coming back because he's still, you know, kind of on top of the game. He just won the Super Bowl the other year. Had a great year last year. He decided, I'm not done yet, even though he'll be 45 years old. I mean, that doesn't sound too old, right? But he'll be 45 years old when uh, everything kicks off in September of this year, and he's back on the field. And I want to know about retirement. So Brady decided that retirement just wasn't for him right now. I mean, if you ask me what really happened, I think he just wanted to switch teams. He was hoping, all right, I'll just retire and then get them to, like, waive my contract and come back with somebody else. And Tampa kind of called his bluff and said, no, nah, we're holding on to you just in case. So that, that's just me. I, personally, I don't think he ever really meant to retire. But regardless of that, he knows retirement is not for him right now. And you can join me, 803-0930. Give me a call. Send me a text on the Volkswagen Virtual Park text board. When is retirement an option for you? And does your mind change on that depending on the current situation? Do you know people, or maybe it's you, who have retired and then said, well, I I don't like a full retirement. I kind of wish I had a, a little bit of work to go back to. Or I wish I flat out just didn't retire and was still working my old job full-time? Or are you the other way around? Did you retire? Did you say it was the best decision of my life? I am fine to be done with work, and I'm never going back. Where do you stand on that? 803-0930 to join me. You know, I was we were talking, and you just heard us with Jill Schlesinger earlier this morning. And, I, I you know, I, Tom Brady brought this up in my mind a little bit, and I was asking Jill about how people might be viewing retirement now and if there is a little bit of a switch on this where you might have been ready to retire, right? But you see the way that the job market has moved in the last two years? And now you're putting that off a little bit. So, I mean, maybe you were ready to retire and you're somebody who has gone from working in an office or working your job somewhere to working from home over the last two years. And you might have been ready to retire in a year or so, uh, you know, ready to step aside, to slow down a little bit. 
You don't want to go through the slog every day. But did working remote say, hey, actually, I was going to retire, but maybe I'll hang out for a few more years. I was going to retire, but that was before I was able to work from home. And now, yeah, you know what? I can I can do this a little bit longer. It's a little easier to stomach every single day. I don't have to have the commute that I had in the morning. I can have a little bit more free time around the house that I was looking forward to with retirement, but now I'm doing it while still working and making the money. And I can still perform my job. I feel like a lot of people probably made that decision a little bit. I mean, is that for you? Were you planning on retirement, but over the last two years you found a new way to work and now you've put that off entirely? Or are you the other way? This is how I like to think that I'll be someday. You're going to retire and I'll be perfectly happy with it and you'll never go back to work. When the time comes, I'm retired, I don't need to go back to work. I'll find plenty of other things to take up my time. That's, I mean, that's how I like to think right now, sitting here and talking to you, that I'm going to be however many years down the road. Hopefully like two, probably longer than that. But uh, no, I, I think a lot of people have changed a little bit. 803-0930, if you want to join us here on WBEN, somebody texting in on our text board this morning uh, saying that I retired when my financial goals were met, planned it 20 years ago when the numbers were right. I got out. Even have enough to absorb the inflation that we're going through right now. And that's great. You plan it ahead. You've looked forward to it. You know what you're going to do. You have your plan. And boom, you go through it. I feel like a lot of people have a little bit of cold feet when it comes to retirement. Right? I mean, it's almost like getting it is a commitment. It is almost like getting married. To retire is a commitment to changing your entire lifestyle. And I almost said it's a commitment to relaxation, but that's not true for everybody. You could take up a more rigorous lifestyle in your retirement, which I think a lot of people would do. Maybe you're retiring to wake up earlier. Go on hikes in the mountains and trips and, and things like that. But it is a change in lifestyle from the you know daily grind, so to speak, of working day to day to something completely different. And you know it's a big switch. And I can see even somebody who uh, you know this person texting me twenty years ago set it out, knew when they were going to retire, had the whole plan. And I can see you getting to year, you know, 18, 19. It's getting a little closer. And you just have that thought in your head. Is it really what I want to do right now? Do you have a little bit of cold feet? And that's why I think it's easy for somebody else who texted in saying, I'm 100% ready for retirement. The only problem is I'm 46. <laughs> and I, I'm right there with you. I'm younger than that. I'm ready for retirement, I would think. The problem is I'm nowhere near getting to uh, that point. Uh, when I am near, will I be ready for retirement? I don't know. 
Am I going to want to totally step away from work? Are you going to step away from your full-time responsibilities and maybe just act in a part-time role? Maybe you have the luxury of doing that in your current job. How many people have that? Where you're able to, as you get older, you're nearing retirement age, say, listen, I, I want to kind of end this. But not totally. I'd like to still stick around. I feel like I can still be at help. I just don't want to go through, you know, 50 hours every single week or whatever. I think a lot of people are maybe of that mind. If you're lucky to be able to do that in your current job, that would be an attractive option. Other people, you know, part-time job somewhere else. A lot of people texting in, 803-0930, if you want to give a call to someone saying, all right, not written in stone, somebody got out when they were 62. You get a financial planner. Someone saying getting out before the pandemic was a blessing. Someone else pointing to law enforcement, a high number of people retiring and moving on to something else. And that moving on to something else, they're not alone. It's not just law enforcement. It's not just certain industries. This is according to Bankrate.com. A new report from them finds that more than half of U.S. adults who are employed or looking for work, otherwise known as being in the workforce, are at least somewhat likely to look for a new job in the next 12 months. That includes nearly one-third who say they're very likely to search for something new. So that's over half of people who are in the workforce are ready to get on and go for something else. Why? Well, there's a few reasons that this points to. Prices on the rise is one, looking for a higher salary. That's the most obvious one, right? (laughs) Hey, everything costs more. It might be easier to go somewhere else and get paid. Everyone's hiring right now than it is to get a raise in my current job. So that's one. Then there's the other thing that we brought up. Flexible hours or the ability to work remotely is more important now than prior to the COVID pandemic. So you have, according to this survey, 52% say higher pay, more important now, 55% say flexible hours or the ability to work remotely is very important. And 48% say they've taken actionable steps in their careers over the past year, including 21% who got a new job, 20% who asked for more flexibility, and 12% who flat out quit without even something lined up right away. So I, this isn't even among people who are retired, but I think it could play into the retirement conversation. You may have more options now than ever, or you might be looking for something with a little more flexibility. And say you found something with that flexibility. Would that make you less likely to jump off and into retirement? Go to the phone. So we'll go to Bud. Bud, you're on WBEN. Morning. But what's your what's your thought on retirement? 
Um, I was able to retire at 59 and a half uh, January of last year. I had planned on it for five years. Uh, had uh, gone through the first year of COVID as of January 22nd, uh, 2021. Have not looked back yet. So you have no regrets. On, you're not pulling a Tom Brady on anybody anytime soon. No, and unfortunately not. The uh, long pass is not available. Do you have any thoughts of potentially going back to work part-time? Um, in the job that I had, um, I've been made available to a couple of different uh, part-time positions, but um, I've not found the need nor want to uh, to go back on anyone's payroll. Bud, good for you. So it sounds like you're happy. You planned it out. It worked out perfectly, and you're ready to go. Do you think you'll feel the same way in five years? Um, absolutely. I, I cannot wait uh, for my wife to be able to do the same thing. She has a couple more years to go, but uh, I suggest it highly for everyone. I hope they all, anyone that has the ability uh, to retire, I, I hope they can get to it. Bud, thanks for the call, but you know what? You threw a wrench in your plans right there. You're happy now. Your wife retires in two years. Call me back in two and a half years, and we'll see uh, (laughs) if you're still uh, not looking for any part-time work. (laughs) Things might change just a little bit. I don't know. Uh, But, no, good for you. I I hope everyone kind of finds their ability to do that like that. You know, here's the thing, though. We're not all Tom Brady. It isn't as easy as Tom Brady for everybody else out there. You very likely can't retire, walk away from whatever job you have, and then a couple of months later say, ah, you know, about that, I feel like I want to come back. I mean, for most of us, what are they going to say? All right, well, back in line. I don't know when we're going to be hiring again. Or you might have to go find somewhere else. For most people, I mean, you know, maybe you'll be welcomed back with open arms. But are you really? You know, I retired. Hey, well, actually, we hired somebody, you know, cheaper and younger. And, uh, well, I, you know, I don't know. So when you make that, decision it's a lot different than when Tom Brady makes that decision when you make that decision it's a lot more of a commitment than when Tom Brady makes that decision does that make it harder or easier 803-0930 to join me here on BMS and Beamer on WBEN all right welcome back hanging out with you until 10 o'clock Brian Mazarowski here on WBEN um talking about retirement here uh, I mean what is retirement looking like to you 803-0930 if you want to join me today, 803-0930, or give me a text on our Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board, 803-0930, same number. Uh, you know, Tom Brady decides, eh, I'm not retired after all. 40 days, that's how long that lasted. I, I'm, how hard is it to make that decision for you? Did you make the decision? Are you happy with it? Have you retired and then was like, eh, I want to come back? It's a hard decision for a lot of people to make. Let me know. 803-0930. I uh, you know, spent a lot of time this weekend. We were talking about the Sabres. First time in a long time, right? You get together with friends and you're able to talk about the Sabres like this. I mean, just great stuff all week long, uh, including that win yesterday outside in Hamilton. I was reminded of something I took a picture of 
back in 2017 because I thought it was so ridiculous. Um, and I just tweeted again today at BMAS1, you could see. It was one of the, I mean, they hand out, you know, these little flyers, pamphlets, game programs. You go to a Sabres game, you get one of them. And uh, they used to have, I'm not sure, you know, what they have now. But it used to feature a different player every single time. You would, like, fold it open. There'd be a poster in there. Um, and then uh, one time, this was back in 2017, Jack Eichel. He was the guy. So, oh, cool. That's pretty cool. They have a little Q&A with them. Uh, all right, so Jack Eichel. First question. What was your first car? Jack Eichel's answer? A Lamborghini. <laughs> I remember uh, thinking, that. it's so ridiculous. It's not exactly a relatable moment to your new player. I snapped a picture of it. I retweeted it again uh, today because, I, you know, is there any wonder that he didn't connect with fans here? That he had a hard time making that, you know, connection? What was your first car? Yeah, just a Lambo. Nothing crazy. It was like the base model Lambo. Automatic shift. No, uh, <laughs> not, not manual. No. Yeah, so I remember that this weekend. Thought that was pretty entertaining. And then, you know, keeping it with uh, Tom Brady in his retirement, how about that person who bought what they thought was uh, Tom Brady's last ever touchdown pass? The ball from his last touchdown pass. Hours before he officially announced that he was coming back, Somebody bought at auction Tom Brady's uh, final touchdown pass ball for over half a million dollars. $518,628. 23 bids were placed. That was the winner. Unbelievable. So you got that. The seller was the fan who was sitting in the end zone and got that ball. Mike Evans threw him the ball again. Caught the ball, sold it at auction, now half a million dollars richer. That person might be able to retire, actually. That, that person got closer to retirement than Tom Brady did. And, and then you buy that for half a million dollars, and what? Not 12 hours later, you uh, see the tweet from Brady himself, ah, actually, I'm not retired. So you just bought another touchdown ball from Brady. There's hundreds of them out there. Yikes. Now, that's some bad timing. Now, I said this guy should have had some clues. Remember Brady threw his 400th touchdown pass? And there was a big immediately after. We were talking about all day. You know, what do you do with the ball? It was thrown out into the crowd. Do you keep it? Do you sell it? Do you give it back to Brady? You know, what do you do with this piece of memorabilia? And, I mean, immediately Brady asked for that ball back. The team tried to give it back. The guy gave it back and, you know, kind of got a raw deal. So immediately he was asking back, wasn't it at all fishy? You know, this guy who spent over half a million dollars on a football, I mean, he probably has some money to throw away. I'm just going to guess. But wouldn't you have thought it was at all fishy? You know, so much made over the 400th touchdown ball. This would have been the last touchdown he ever threw. And... Like, not once was there a public plea for the ball to be returned. 
wouldn't that have just like put your antenna up just a little bit saying, hey, wait a second. I'm no Sherlock Holmes, but wouldn't somebody, uh, you know, wouldn't Tom Brady have wanted the last ever touchdown ball if he wanted this other one? Wouldn't he have offered me like 10 bucks for it or something? Months go by, never happens. Anyways, that wouldn't have passed my smell test. But again, I'm not bidding half a million dollars for a football. <laughs> That's a lot of money. Kudos to the guy. Talk about perfect timing in selling that. Way to go to the guy who was able to sell that at auction for over half a million dollars. If he try, I mean, one week later, one day later. If it had happened later that afternoon, what do you get? Not even a tenth of that, maybe? So talk about perfect timing. That guy knew how to do it. But anyways, Brady retires, and then he comes back, deciding, you know, I, I don't think he ever really meant to retire. I thought he always knew he was coming back. He probably wanted to come back with a different team. He's trying to pull some strings. Didn't exactly work. Now he's coming back with the same team. But it does bring up the question of when you make that decision on retirement, what is it going to look like for you? Do you have a plan? Did you have a plan and scrap it all together because you just thought differently when the time came? I think it happens to a lot of people. 803-0930, if you want to join me, a lot of people texting in on this. Uh, somebody saying that, listen, I, I retired at 55 from GM, but then for 15 years later, drove a school bus and retired from that last June. Now, two weeks out of each month, I deliver prescriptions. And he went on to say, keeping active isn't a bad thing. I think that drives the mindset of so many people. Where... You have this idea of retirement that it's going to be so nice because it is always nice. I mean, think of any time you get to kick back and enjoy yourself and take like just a little bit of a breather in time out, whether that's a week-long vacation, a long weekend, or just five hours where you don't have responsibility for once. And it is so nice. And then you go on to think of, well, it would be nice to do this all the time. But much like an extended vacation, I mean, how many people do you talk to after they're gone for a week or so, they come back and they say, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to get back to work. Because I don't even know if you call that a drive or, you know, a motivation to work or anything like that. I don't even know if that's something along those lines. I just think it's keeping active for your own sake. There's only so much doing nothing you can do before it just kind of grates on your own well-being for a while. So to this texter's point, like, yeah, it's a good thing to keep active. And to the point of somebody else said, no, I retired at 62, working part-time three days a week, working part-time on my own terms. I For a lot of people, that is... What retirement is all about. Retirement, I think for some people, is not necessarily stopping working. Retirement is more 
working now on your own terms, working a little bit less, being a little bit more flexible, answering more to yourself than to somebody else. And that's a lot of people's idea of retirement. Maybe it's yours. And maybe because of that, if that is your idea of retirement, I could see a lot of people being less likely to retire. I was just reading this uh, this morning in the Wall Street Journal, Google's CEO um, you know, wrote a little bit of a, or yeah, I guess he gave an interview. It's a little bit of a profile piece. And he talked about his vision for the return to work. And in it, he talked a lot about flexibility and where you value that time. And because of newfound flexibility that so many people have in the workplace, especially if you used to work in an office setting, that you feel a little bit better. If you really value quiet time in the morning, well, now so many of these jobs, especially if you're working remotely, you can have that quiet time in the morning and start working a little bit later. Or if you're, say, a morning person, listen, when I'm waking up, I'm ready to go, you could start working, say you used to work at 9 o'clock, hey, you could start working at 6 o'clock. Get done earlier. And then use the rest of your day for whatever. And now that you have that flexibility, does that change your mind a little bit when it comes to retirement? 803-0930, let's go to the phones. Jack is in North Buffalo. Now you're on WBEN. Jack, how's it going this Monday? Hey, how you doing, Brian? I'm doing well. What's going on with you? Good. Well, it just just quickly, um, at 61, I lost my job due to it moved to Chicago. And I could have moved to Chicago. You know, at 61 years old, you're not picking up your roots and going to Chicago. So then I tried to find a job for like a year. Then I ended up driving for Uber for about a year. Then I finally said at 62, I said, you know what? Take my Social Security, take my retirement, and run. But now I'm 66, and I went back to work part-time because I got bored out of my mind. And that's what happens. Uh, I, I think when when you're so used to working, it, it, it's ingrained in you that you got to get up and do something. Yeah, I, I get worried about the idea that, you know, that'll be me and not that I'll be bored out of my mind, but that I, I'll i be bored and not know it, right? That it'll just kind of malaise over me. How old and, are you, Brian? Brian I, how old are you? I'm 32 right now. Oh. So hopefully like two years away from retirement, is that? <laughs> no? Right. Not going to work? I, no, but Jack, is this how, when you first envisioned retirement, what was the vision you had in your head? Um, not, you know what, believe it or not, I, I'm a Buffalo guy, born and raised here, and I was never going to move, never going to go to Florida, never going to go warm city, and... That was it. Just raise the family and stick around. That's all. You know. And then I get my sisters and brothers that's still in the neighborhood and we hang out and that's that's my life. <laughs> you know what, Jack? It sounds like a fun life. A simple fun life. Yeah. And I think that's what a lot of people want. 
Hey, thanks for the call. Uh, 803-0930 if you want to jump on. I, uh, I like that. I'm the same way. I'm kind of that same thinker that uh, our last caller just mentioned. I, you know, you're a lot of people vision of retirement. You know, you got what, like a drink in your hand. You're kicking up uh, your feet at the beach. Your relaxation, something like that. I never, even in work. You know, I, I've always been the person. Like, listen, this is where I'm from. This is, I, I want to be here. I'm a Western New York guy. This is where all my family is. I have no dreams or visions of. Hanging out someplace tropical or, you know, beating the weather or anything like that. I like being here for for the good and the bad. And, you know, that's going to dictate what happens to me professionally. It's going to dictate what happens to me later on in life. And I like that feeling. And, you know, when that time comes to retire, what happens? I, there's a lot of people who do a lot. Some people are fine taking that step back and not really doing much of anything. I have a lot of people on the text board who said, I've taken the time to volunteer. And that's a, I mean, that's great too. How many people have something? And, and you know, whether you tell yourself this or whether it's actually true, we don't need to get into. But how many people have a cause or have something that they would really like to do it sounds fun to you. You you know an organization you've done things with in the past. Maybe it's your church. Uh, maybe it's like the Salvation Army. You know, maybe it's uh, any number of these great things that we have going on here in Western New York. You say, yeah, you know, I, I really wish I could contribute more. I just don't have the time. I mean, is that how you spend your time? Do you transition from working at your job to working and helping out somewhere else. And, yeah, I think that matters a little bit more if you're the type of person like Jack who stays in your community to be able to say when you're retired, when you're kind of done from all this, that, yeah, I stick around, I volunteer, you know, helping out the people who live by me and, you know, helping out the place where I've lived my entire life. And then some people, you know, maybe it's not volunteering, maybe you just want that part-time job, you like a little extra cash on the side. Makes life a little bit easier. You're not stressing about bills. You're not stressing about a budget that you had set by somebody 20 years ago. But I do think that there are a lot of people, and we mentioned this. You can go back to our interview this morning with Jill Schlesinger of Jill on Money. Who are maybe taking, and this is very true in these office roles, these positions that have been able to go fully remote. who are looking at this new way of working with added flexibility, and maybe you were eyeing retirement two years ago, but now you're saying, hang on a second, I, my work life and the, my work life balance just got so much easier and so much more manageable that while if you asked me two years ago, I would have said, I can't wait until retirement. I can't wait to be done with work and move on, now I'm not of that mindset anymore. It's a lot more tolerable, the work I do. I, I go back to this, uh, the Google's uh, CEO, Google and Alphabet, sorry, Alphabet's the, uh, the parent company. Just two, you know, if I could take a step back. Google, they're lucky they're so good at what they did. Because, you know, as a name, Google, ugh. and Alphabet, 
two pretty poor names for a company. I mean, they do such a good job. If they were just starting out today, they might be hampered by those names. Wouldn't they? That's beside the point. But Sundar Pakai, uh, he's, that, he's a night owl, and he gets a second wind around 9 o'clock. And around 10 p.m., that's when he finds he's most productive. So doing the work he does remotely that would normally be done in office in a typical work day, well, now he can say, listen, I, I got stuff flowing through the brain here at the end of the day. I feel like I can go and work at 10 p.m. And so, you know what? You do. And he goes and he does some work. And then he says after, you know, then just go to bed. And wake up maybe a little bit later on the next day. Have some extra time for peace and quiet in the morning before hopping into the daily grind of what you're going to do. Because I was able to do some things more on my own terms. I think like that all the time. I don't know about you. But I am definitely the type of person. Do you, I mean, do you lay in bed at night and sometimes wish that you were at work? I mean, sometimes you're totally tired a lot of times. And the thought might never cross your mind. But I, a lot of nights, I, my head is so active with different things going on. I, I say all, if I was at work right now, I would be so much more on the ball and be able to get a lot done in a very little amount of time because my, my brain's going right now. I almost want to get a pen and a pad of paper at 10 p.m. And now how many people who are like that are able to do exactly that? Well, I feel like I could work right now. Well, then, the, then they go punch in. <laughs> right? Um... And I think that works for a lot of people. And whatever time you value, maybe it's a little bit more flexible. And now you're holding off on retirement a little bit more. And you know what? You, you go to fill up your car and it costs 40% more than it did a couple years ago. And you look at that bill. And you look at the bill when you go to the grocery store and you say, well, I don't know. You know, I'm, uh, maybe I'll stick around uh, working for uh, a little bit longer just in case these prices continue to go up. I see that happening with a lot of people. It could be interesting to see where we uh, end up. Well, thanks for hanging out with me here for the day. you got David Bellavia coming up next, of course, after the news with Randy. And I'll be back here tomorrow. Beam as and Beamer on WBEN. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.